Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Jay from Suicide Freaking, and you're listening to The Loud Spot with Sebastian. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby, right out of Oklahoma City. I am kicking it tonight with Jay and Frederick from Suicide for a King. What's up, guys? Good morning, Loud Spot Podcast! How are you guys? <laughs> you guys are all the way, well, for me, it's all the way in Canada. Canadian yeah. band. Did you guys rock, man. <laughs> I love you. I love your music. How long have you? How long have you guys been around? Uh, for, uh, not not that much. I think it, uh, with the lineup that we have right now, like the more serious lineup, has been around two years. But there are our first EP was out like a year ago, so we're kind of pretty new on the uh, on the scene, you know. So you guys just dropped a single yesterday. Yeah. And I played it on our podcast. Are you guys dropping singles or are you dropping EPs? Right now we're dropping singles and probably in the future we'll see for an EP. But for the moment we're trying to put more often new music to be more relevant to people. And not just through like a year of work and like losing it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so we're trying to be more relevant on the long term. Do you guys live near each other? Uh... Yeah, we Half an hour. Uh, uh, no, not that bad. Do you do you guys pra- do you guys practice like as a band during COVID, or do you guys kind of practice sending sharing files? Uh, for yeah. now, we're we're practicing like at home each of our, of our instruments. But if we got like a recording session or a pre-prod session, we're gonna meet uh, at someone's place and make the whole thing. That's awesome, dude. Do you, this song Misconception? Mm-hmm. This song is sick, man. When did you, you guys just released it 
yesterday, I bet you guys were so excited to get this song out there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Yeah, we're, that... were, yeah, we were excited for this song because this was ruined like a year ago. And we just making small step on the song a bit and a bit there, a bit there. So this song moved a lot with time. And um, yeah, we were pretty excited to put it out finally after like a year and a year and a half of work. So. <laughs> Are you guys tired of listening to it yet? Because uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to play it right now for you guys to hear your own song. <laughs> let's look. Let's jam this song right now, and then I want you to tell us what this song's about. Cool. Okay. Cool. Let's go.
I like that song a lot. I think everyone needs to go download that song right now because it is sick. And you know what? I hear a little bit of punk rock influence with the drummer. Ah, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe a bit. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's definitely like it has your metal sound, but there's a little. Like, I love punk, and everyone knows that, and uh, that knows me, anyways. And there's definitely some punk rock vibes. Your drummer, who's not on this podcast, man, tell him great job on the drums, especially in the beginning of the song. I like the way the song, like the intro to that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, our, our drummer Mark loves to do like, like he, he has so much influence around the, the music. I mean, he lo- like punk, like rock, like jazz, like tech death, like prog, like metalcore. So he always takes like uh, a bit of each things he loves and put it in a song. That what makes it like a drummer. Um, how, how can I say it? A drummer who's like polyvalent, who can play anything, but with a bit of spice of him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what are your what are some of your influences? For me personally, yep. Uh, I'm gonna say it again <laughs> and again, but I'm a former emo. Okay, so each former emo will probably spot a bit of my best main influence. But I grew up listening to Underworld and Devil's Reprieve. So, of course, Spencer Chamberlain, Aaron Gillespie, Mike Ranica, and uh, Jeremy Depoister will be always my big main influencer, also as a screamer and as a clean vocalist. But since I'm young, I'm also like a big, I was like a big metal fan, like typical big metal. So Johnny Davey from Jump for a Cowboy, Mitch Locker from Suicide, some Suicide Silence. That was like also like big influences for me. So I, I like to take a bit of each singer by like Spencer with this flow with like of changing each time in the range. Johnny Davey from Drop for a Cowboy for going like low and super high. I, I love to take I like a, a bit like Mark, take a bit of each style and adding to my vocals to make like some kind of big mix mixture so I, I can make like a, a a special song that's gonna reach out to a lot of metal hell around there. Yeah, you have your your vocal range. Do you do all the screaming and the singing, or do you have someone else in the yes. band that? Yeah, so you're the only one. Yeah, I'm only only one. And uh, Raphael, the lead guitarist, is making a, a back vocal in the chorus. Okay, and then Frederick, what are some of your influences, man? You got your killer on guitar. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, my influences are mainly like uh, Northlane, uh, Invent and Made, those kind of bands of. Uh, got heavy riffs and also got a big um, like space in their song like a, it's a world when you're listening to a song so I, I like to uh, build uh, the world of it you know like the synth uh, the little notes got vibrating on the sides of the mix those kind of thing and uh, yeah that's my kind of thing usually I don't listen to vocals that much sorry Jay <laughs> I'm more focused on like um, the groove and uh, yeah the space of the song and that basically this, like the this is confession with thing. Suicide for a King anyway <laughs> <laughs> anyway a long time before <laughs> your cats in the background are cracking me up they were just uh, messing around with each other then one jumped off like he was pissing off the other cat 
Just FYI. They're not up there anymore. They just jumped down. But I have a cat and a dog, and they always fight each other, so it's pretty funny. Um, do, have you guys done any concerts? Have you guys done any touring? Uh, yes, but yes and no, because well, right now, not the best time for doing shows. No. But before that, man, we, we were like, uh, that, was, that, that was going pretty good, actually. Yeah, guys- we've been doing a couple of shows in our hometown, uh, Montreal. Uh, we did a lot of the Quebec cities in Canada, but we were starting to go more uh, in, in the Canada area, like uh, Toronto uh, and uh, all the, uh, the city in Ontario. So we were starting to spread out a bit. And of course, uh, the COVID-19 shows up, so it kind of yep. kills up our, uh, our, our pretty, like, where we're going, like, more bigger and it just cut it out. Uh, this summer was supposed to be uh, to be our first tour in the U.S. Oh. and it got canceled, of course, before yeah. the COVID. That was like a main dream, especially for me. But I know for the rest of the band, we always wanted to go to the U.S. and we just like, got canceled. So it was like that sucks. Oh, man. The, the goals and no, I know. And what sucks yeah. is by the time you guys are ready to to finally start touring again. These songs are gonna have to write all new songs again, mm. you know. <laughs> Depend depending on when you guys are able to tour. Hopefully, hopefully this coming summer bands are back in action. You know, you know what though? It's good. Mm-hmm. I'll say this: because of the not being able to, to to tour, a lot of bands are getting on podcasts and talking mm-hmm. about the music. So it kind of, for me, it kind of worked out a little bit. Like, you know, I can't say I'm that mad. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> you guys might be, <laughs> you guys might be somewhere, you know, touring and not being able to do this. But you guys probably have some pretty big plans for the future, huh? Yeah, of course. But we can't be like too, I, I mean, we're kind of lucky because I think we're, we're the, one of the last show, the legal show that has been happening in Montreal before the, the first lockdown and it was a pretty big show. Like where we're, we were playing with the Silent Planet, Currents, and Grey Heaven just before uh, the lockdowns coming in. So we're kind of pretty lucky to have the opportunity to play with Currents and Silent Planet. But it's it's, it's really sad for the for the, the US war. But always grateful for what we have. with those guys. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What so this these there's three songs that are gonna that we're gonna play next. You said they kind of tell a story, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so was, now was misconception part of that story or no? So yes, uh, misconception is on the new release, but the story that was the, from the Twitter song is from Ocean Within, like our first EP that comes out. And uh, the three songs are a part of the same story of uh, it's mostly talking about. Uh, a lot of how um, can I say it? Uh, temptations, like something a little bit about emotion and the, 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 the main character that I'm talking about my story are going through. Like we're talking about the theme, the thematic like temptations, uh, desperate the, the addiction sometimes. So it's really about like a story that, that the character of my story is gonna be is going through. Okay, so you can spot it in listening to the song. You're gonna see the continuity of all of it. Okay. Let's play. We're going to start off with Diver, and we're going to play that song right now. Let's check it out.
Mic drop, dude. Mic, <laughs> just like that. Mic drop. That fucking song is so sick, man. I love fast-paced, in-your-face music, and that shit right there. That's what that does. That is fast-paced, in-your-face. I mean, I don't know how you guys don't see a punk rock influence as much. I'm like, it's like metal punk, dude. It's fucking awesome. It's epic. That's what that is. Yes. That, love it. Dude, how long have you... So, did you guys grow up together? Like, you and the bandmates? Or did you guys find each other in a weird story? Well, actually, I started the band a few years ago with some of my, like, local friends, let's say. Okay. And then uh, one guy quit, a uh, guitarist. So, by a friend of a friend of a friend, uh, I found out Raphael. He and he was studying at um, Saint Laurent, a music school here in Montreal. And... Uh, one of his friends is a drummer, and we needed a drummer also, like, a bit after, so we invited him. After, by, uh, like, uh, a Kijiji, it's like a Craigslist, I think. Um, we find Jeremy, we post an ad, and he answered. And so, basically, no one knew every, anyone in the band before, so we all met there by, like, the love of music, I think. That's, that's so... That's probably why... Answer. That's probably why your music... 
you know, people that don't listen to like metal and, and or like hardcore or metalcore or punk, they're gonna hear this and think like my wife. You know, all those songs sound the same, and a lot of bands mm. do sound the same. But I hear a very different sound when I hear your guys' music. A lot of bands sound like you guys, but it's probably because you guys didn't all grow up together as best friends. You guys found each other separately through ads and stuff, and so you each brought your own separate, like when you your own separate musical influence and style to the band that made it mesh well. I think that's what's made our sound actually because we have so many influences like we're not the same but we're always like trying to put a little bit of, of, of ours in the song so you, you hear a vibe of the, uh, the, the, the emo side, a genty side of a more metalcore, uh, hard punching style and uh, for the drummers, a little, a little bit of a technicality. So I think that's what makes Suicide Breaking. It's just we take so much of our influences and put them together. That was make a song that you will not uh, hear typically uh, on Spotify. On right. Fred, did, now, did, Frederick, did you already have the name Suicide Forking or is that something that was collaborated uh, or thought of later on? Uh, no, the, the, the name came early on when I started the band with my local friends. And uh, it stayed because we find out when you write Suicide for a Kidding on Google, nothing else happened except of us. Oh. So I think that's a good branding of when you're searching something, you write Suicide for a King, and all you see is your Facebook page uh, and anyway, other stuff. So we find out. I think it's a good thing. <laughs> so we stick with it. And uh, I think everyone loved it. I loved it because so, I created it. But Jake, yeah, yeah, you're biased. Was too mad at it. So no one else came with the band and said, we're changing the name. <laughs> no one said that, right? That is a really good name, though. Uh, Suicide for hey, a King we, is, is awesome. We got the confirmation of Levi Benton, from, the singer from Miss May I, who said it that he loves it. So we love it. <laughs> Okay, I want to go back to, because you guys have the music video that you shot for Misconception, right? Mm-hmm. How long does it, sh- how long does it take to shoot, how long did it take to shoot that video? Uh, oh, my uh, God. <laughs> it took us- like 16 hours in the day. Yeah, no day. We, yeah, the whole day. We went there at like 7 in the morning. Uh, we started to place the stuff. Uh, me, Audrey, and Raphael went there. Audrey uh, is uh, the, the one who's uh, shoot the video. She, and she made she made the footage and she filmed it every day. That's pretty yeah, cool. She, she did all of it. Do you guys have? Do you guys? And, uh, how does it? How is it like? Yeah. You know what? To shoot a music video for people that are in bands that have never shot a music video. Do you when when you're playing the songs? Do you actually play the song like you know like for in the video and then they put okay. the music over it? So you, you, you want the, the, the behind-the-scene part. Behind-the-scenes! <laughs> give me the... Pill, I don't want to ruin your Christmas with this. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, Basically, we just... Big speaker in front of us, and we are playing the song like... Uh, but song, our, like our drummer plays it for real, but right. <laughs> I can't sing 16 hours long, so <laughs> I, I had to... Uh, <laughs> I had to live singing, but the emotion felt real. <laughs> yeah, because you would you would you would ruin your voice, dude, if you sang. If, yeah, but you do you do a lot of singing, yeah. but you also do a lot of like that really you know screaming. And yeah, 
I don't know how you're not ruining your voice, but I, that amazes me that bands do this for so long and keep their keep their singing voice when they're doing all that screaming. Is that like something that's kind of hard? Like, do you drink a lot of tea or honey or? Honestly, it's all on the technique and the comprehension because there, there's technique. Like, you have to know what you're doing, but if you don't understand what you're doing, that that what makes a difference between uh, a singer and a really good singer. The best singer in the scene know what they're doing, how to do it. That's how they're they managed to get their voice through a whole lot, a whole lot, uh, a, a tour with like three months going ahead, and like you have to, to perform every night for an hour. So if you understand it, you're gonna make it. That's awesome, man. I used to warm up. I used to warm up. The warm up and a goal, a cool, fresh bottle of water. Warm <laughs> water, not not too cold, not too hot. Just one. <laughs> don't, don't ruin your voice because I think everyone's going to love your guys' band that listens to our, to our podcast. So we're going to go into the second song, which is part of the story, which is called Mirror. So we're going to drop this song right now. Hope everybody loves it. Let's go.
very, very awesome. Another great song. How long, uh, how, Jay, how long have you been singing? Uh, I'd, uh, honestly, I'd say my whole life, but <laughs> singing in the shower, in the car <laughs> is not the same as singing on the scene, on the stage. So I'd, I'd say from now, I'd say five years maybe of singing. I'm starting with more screaming, but I take lessons for singing. So five years, I'd say a solid five years. And Frederick, how long have you been playing guitar? I've been starting like at uh, 15, now I'm 24, so like nine years ago. Okay. But I didn't, I didn't been serious until I met um, Raphael, actually. Is this the first kind of bigger band that you both have been in that's created the most no. buzz? No. Yeah, not, for my, my, not for me. It's my first band, actually. But I did a little project on the side, but it was... We, we created like one song and it wasn't that good <laughs> and we played cover but after I changed with uh, my local friend like I said and those guys so it's really my first band I worked for like for real I created some song I meet guys do meetings and uh, videos and stuff so basically it's actually my real first band and I yeah for going back to your question I played guitar for like real for like maybe four years now, like practicing for real, like and learning things, <laughs> not just playing for uh, like nothing. <laughs> Do you listen to other bands like with similar styles to try to get to get draw some creative, I guess just some creative ideas? Uh, yeah, actually, I do sometimes. I I actually listen sometimes to like a playthrough and see what kind of uh, figure they doing with their fingers to see what is the modern metal like is like and I try not to do the same but take that as like a, a lesson and try to put my own in it and after build from it okay so, um, and Jay you were you were saying you were in another band actually I had a couple band before finding suicide freaking. I started my career, my, my real career as a real singer in a band called Bring New Hope back in the days in the, in the Quebec City when I was studying over there. And I changed, I changed up for a couple band when I moved back to Montreal. And it's funny because uh, I saw an ad on Kijiji with like a, a posting ad here on, in Quebec City. It's like a trade list, actually. Yes. And I saw an ad for a band, and I was I was like, hey, I could have another band, right? Because I was also in the band at the, at the, at the moment, so I was like, hey, I could have another band. <laughs> I just, with, with, just like this, it just came up with my head, hey, you know what? I'll apply. <laughs> um, just like, like that, just over, overnight. Oh, I'll, I'll send my, my, my resume to the band, and they've been interested to meeting me, and... It happened so fast, but the connection between us was so strong, uh, so fast. I was like, oh, shit. Maybe <laughs> I, I found the guy like, right away when we were just starting to know each other. We're like, we have a couple big shows coming up. We're like, oh, shit. Like, the, the train's going on. And I just created the song for the band. So I was like, oh, shit. It all got so quick. Uh, we just go, been going through so much together. Uh, I think that what makes 
like our, our chemical between us. When Jay came in, uh, like two or three, no, to be honest, maybe three to four weeks after like official being the band, we had a show in a venue of like 600 people. Oh, That's shit. kind of cool. <laughs> and uh, in four weeks, you get prepared, you wrote some lyrics we, because we didn't have some. So you wrote them, you learned them, and you signed them uh, in front of like 400 people, maybe it wasn't mm -hmm. sold out. Uh, then a couple weeks after, we play at the Metropolis. It's like, like one of the biggest things in Montreal. It's like 3,000 people, I think. And so, yeah, it was awesome. So, Jay, when you first joined the band, you guys are already doing concerts. Did like be honest, be on, don't lie to me, dude. No, but not, not <laughs> never. Did you did you did you forget the lyrics to some of the songs when you first started, <laughs> and then make up some other shit to, just to go along with it? Uh, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna be uh, I, the 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 hard truth, okay? the, the hard truth. Okay? I'm so perfectionist. In every single thing, like it's been, it's an obsession. I'm so perfectionist in every things I make. I think I read the lyrics a uh, hundred times, and before the show, like when just when I'm when I'm about to jump off, jump on on the stage, I was still reading every line of lyrics to be sure that I don't forget every word. And for the first show, no, I didn't forget a single line, but <laughs> it happened that I forgot <laughs> on the third show. I was like, ah, oh, shit. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just fucking scream something. No, I was like, ah, oh, shit. Was it? I was like, for the all night, I was like, fuck, I forgot a word. So like, oh, man, everybody knows in the, in the place. All the crowds know it, and honestly, nobody spot those kind of mistakes. But no. in my head, I was like, "Ah, nobody's, everybody saw it. They putting with the fingers, and like, no, <laughs> this word." <laughs> you know, I think, I, think you, I think if you forget the lyrics, I think if you forget the lyrics to a song, you know, in a live show, it's gonna matter less. You know, then, then obviously, I mean, you've been recording, you don't. But then what sucks is when you forget something, now you're, like, trying to remember what you forgot, and it kind of, then you can't remember anything else after that. Then you're, like, fucked. The rest, the rest of the show, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> what were you but saying about that? In our, in our tour, uh, I remember I was playing that, like, I kind of know the song by heart by all the time we practice it, and I heard the wrong lyrics, but he was not just doing rah, rah, rah. He was actually saying words. But in those words, I recognized a song from August Bernard for some reason. I, was, I, I looked at him and was like, what the fuck, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's not our song. <laughs> actually, yeah, that's funny because this song that he's talking about was the first version of Misconception. Because the things you didn't know that we we played this song a year ago with uh, a tour we were doing with uh, a band on the same rooster of ours, uh, the Anchor. Yes, we we made like a little uh, show run with the Anchor and the band from the uh, from Chicago and Detroit called Away. We make uh, like a small tour with them, and we were like, hey, uh, we made like a, a small tour. Maybe we could put on a new song 
but this song was a misconception in our first version. We never played like we we we. Uh, when I was uh, in the van, I was still writing the lyrics to this <laughs> song. So that night, I was pretty stressed to forgot a line because I was writing the lyrics in the van and. <laughs> And the city was was coming really quick. So I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Just fucking get some words that rhyme with each other, man. I was stepping more fast. So I was like, oh, no, we're going to the venue. <laughs> that is so funny. You know, I've never asked anyone that before. But that made me want to ask when you joined the band and now suddenly you guys are doing shows. Like, it takes a while to memorize your songs. You know, you have to write them and you have to memorize them. And that yeah. that's tough. That is that is tough. So I'm, I'm happy that you were honest. I think that was really fucking funny, dude. Oh, <laughs> hey, but just the truth. <laughs> what are you saying? We like to put ourselves into uh, challenges, but it's more like wrong position because a uh, position because a uh, couple times, like uh, when we played Quebec and Montreal with uh, Anchor and um, uh, War Within. Uh, we decided to play this song that wasn't fully prepared like a week or two before. It was like, hey guys, let's play this song for like to put a challenge on ourselves and learn a song in two weeks and be show ready. So yeah, we put a big challenge there. And a lot of time in the early days, and the song Mirror wasn't fully construct yet. So <laughs> sometimes just before the show, before to go on stage, we're like, hey guys, what what about in the first two we're playing this except of this and we were like all right let's fucking do it and we were just changing the song before to go on stage <laughs> all right so yeah, we like to put ourselves uh, into a challenges like that i got a really interesting question after i play dark waters uh let's drop that right now then i think i have another interesting question then we're going to end the podcast it's been great having you guys on i can't wait to hear this song and it's going to be awesome. Let's play it right now. All right.
<laughs> I like the ending of that song. I like the change-ups in all of your songs. You guys kind of like it fast, and then a slow part, and then it kind of goes back to fast, and then slow, and I think that keeps people interested throughout the whole entire song to, to hear the change-ups. We love to not doing everything the same thing. Like We like to do a lot of stuff, so we're putting a little... Like I said before, we love to put in a bit of each other in each song and always surprise the uh, the audience. I, I think it'd be really fun when you guys get together and write music. I bet that's a really fun time. Uh, I'd love to fly on the wall watching you guys have band practice as you guys create your music. I find it very diverse and into your change-ups, and that's really cool. Okay, here's a question I have. So when you guys are at band practice, do you do you guys speak French at during band practice? Of course. Yeah, we always, <laughs> yeah. we're always speaking French. Does, <laughs> That's does, all our first language. Yeah, does everyone in the uh, band speak English or no? Okay, uh, that's, they're, they're different level, right? We all speak French for our schools. We all have our grade, we all have our diploma. But after, yeah, we all have our levels. I got mine, Jay as it is, and uh, I probably made mistake in there. <laughs> but yeah, we all have levels. I, I think we we can have a conversation, but uh, so it's always. Yeah, do you have any songs? Do you have any songs that you've written in French? Nope, just in uh, English. We, we, we don't. We don't want to do that. Why not? You guys should do one song. One song in French. Uh, <laughs> one song. Know, and, uh, may maybe one day. May maybe one day. Maybe one day. And then, and, and my last question is. Can I please be in your band and play the triangle? Of course. All right. Like, <laughs> if you're doing like a, a triangle tour member, like each show you're going in the crowd just playing with Dude, <laughs> I will get so hardcore. I will run around that fucking stage with a triangle so hardcore, dude, and I'll bang that motherfucker, dude, as loud as I can. Don't even, don't, don't even mic like... it up. Don't even mic it up. I'll just look fucking cool doing it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think we can put you just... Uh, before each breakdown that comes in, just to person that go with the channel, like, ding! <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so cool. Hey, is there any, is there any shout out to any other bands that you want to give, maybe some other local bands out from where you guys are from that you want to give a shout out to that you like? Oh my God, there are so many bands in there. Like, people... Maybe don't know that, but there's so many local scene around the globe. Like you can't even count it. I, I maybe I like like a thousand friends and bands over Montreal, Sri River, Quebec City. I can't count it. Maybe like uh, we have friends from uh, Dead No Silence in Quebec. Uh, I found a new band who's coming out from Ottawa. Uh, it's called. Sinful Ways, uh, we love bands uh, from Montreal, I can say like Bird Problems, uh, local band from Quebec City, Feels Like Home. We have so many bands in our hometown and around our city that it's so hard to put like uh, right. this one. I, I, I want to give love to everybody, it's so hard to yeah, because 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 if, if you name like four or five or six bands right off the top of your head, you're gonna forget one. They're gonna be like, "What the fuck, dude? Why didn't you? Yeah, why didn't so you mention hard. my bands?" Like, give love to everybody. The best counsel that I can give to everybody is go to local show, go see 
what's in your city like you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna discover so much good music and good artists with yep. so much effort in their work it's so important to, uh, to encourage the the local scene because uh once in a while uh, back uh, sorry my english back then <laughs> bigger band like slipknot parkway drive architects were all local band they were all on the ground band so you have to support the the future because those those bands are gonna disappear one day because they're gonna retire so you have to encourage the next scene that's gonna go that's gonna come after them so maybe that's the band that plays just in your neighborhood right you never you never know where where can people find your sorry frederick did you want to elaborate on that uh, i just want to say usually their tickets are like 10 bucks <laughs> that's not expensive uh, sometime when I walk downtown uh, with my girlfriend, we just stop by in a bar, buy two tickets, go watch a band or two, and and usually we have a great time for like a low price, and we support them after, and that's fantastic, I think. That's right, that is. Where can people go if they want to buy your merch, they want to listen to your music, they want to check you out on Facebook, what's all your platforms people can find you guys and support Suicide for a King? That's easily because we're on we are on every platform Spotify, Apple Music, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Dude, we're even on Shazam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm on Shazam, but you want more. <laughs> if, they, if they want to buy it, do you guys have merchandise like shirts? Of course, sweaters, they can go whatever. to our website, suicidepreking.com, you're gonna find Every T-shirt, CDs, uh, you can stream our album on on our website. Can can be a you can uh, join our newsletters to be to know where we're which show we are going to make. If we're gonna come to your cities, if you want to know when the next song is gonna come out, you can follow us on Spotify. We're everywhere to share our love. Awesome guys, you guys have been great. Uh, Frederick, any last words from you? Uh, thank you for the invite. It was a super great podcast, seriously. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, it was super fun to hang out with you tonight. Awesome. Go ahead. Sebastian, I had amazing, uh, an amazing time on the podcast. It's been a long time since I, I had like a good time <laughs> with a, with a, with a, a radio slash podcast, man. It was awesome. You're doing a real great job. Thank you so much for giving back to the, the music community, the underground music community. Absolutely, man. I love what I'm doing. Thank you guys for being on the podcast. And thank you to every band, uh, musician, artist, group who sends me their music and allows us to play it and promote it. We're going to continue doing band interviews and sharing songs. You guys have been great. Thank you, everybody, for listening to The Loud Spot. And we'll talk to you later. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 